This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror. And today I have a very dear and old friend of mine, Mr. Al Reynolds. Very old. <laughs> we met when Since I was the 90s. In, when I was in med school. That's when we met. That's right, and I was starting on Wall Street. And it was late '90s. It was pre 9/11. That's how we remember things when that's we've been here that long. And I was telling you before we started that I had a little bit of difficulty trying to figure out how to introduce you because you've been a friend for so long. Mm-hmm. So can you just tell me? How, to, how you would introduce yourself. Okay, so I would consider myself a Wall Street banker mm-hmm. turned college professor, turned author, and presently I've landed, you know I'm married into entertainment. Yes. Um, so I've married the two together. I've married mm-hmm. in the entertainment world with mm-hmm. my business world, mm-hmm. and now I am at SiriusXM where I am in talent and development. Well, what's funny about this whole thing is that I had nothing to do with radio or media or any of that That's when right. we both met, and neither right. did you. I mean, That's you right. were a banker, and I was uh, becoming a doctor, and here we are with radio shows. Right. And it's bizarre, and I was talking to you about, I would like to kind of talk about how this happened to us and why it makes us a little bit different okay. than everybody else doing this. Okay. And I'm sure we're going to get off tangent a little bit, too. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about the juicy stuff. <laughs> we're going to get into that. All the juicy stuff. We're going to get into that. Okay. So you said you married into entertainment. I kind of did the same when I got my Bravo TV show. Like, mm-hmm. I was literally sitting in my office one day. I got a phone call from a casting director, and they were like, hey, are you single? And I'm like, ew, and I hung up the phone. Really? It turned out to be for real, and here, and all of a sudden, I'm on a uh, Bravo show. And once I did that, it was hard for me to come back to just being in a medical office all day. Absolutely. It's because you have this platform where you can reach people, mm-hmm. and I couldn't not have that after I had it. That's right. That's you know? right. It's like a dance with popularity, with fame, with mm-hmm. entertainment. And it's kind of hard to refocus back to the strictly mm-hmm. professional side of mm-hmm. yourself. So I've found it very difficult to do that as well. And, you know, I mean, corporate America isn't as inviting either Mm-mm. when you've spent some time in the limelight and you've spent some time being famous. They have a hard time managing that. I think that was more of the case with you because mm-hmm. I could go back to my private practice right. and I'm my own boss. I don't have the corporate America thing, right. but it was bizarre for my patients. They didn't know how to deal with it. Like, it had to be. It was very bizarre for them. And they, uh, it, you couldn't start anything the way I used to. Like, I used to come in, what's wrong? Let me fix it. Now it was like always five minutes of discussing what's been going on. And your love life. Yes. <laughs> your personal life. And my life. dating, my personal <laughs> your, your dating. So how, how was it weird for you when you came back? You found it to be difficult for them to... Well, you know, I find it very hard for um, 
to get a job in, back in corporate mm-hmm. America mm-hmm. because uh, they view me as a pseudo celebrity. Mm-hmm. So, so therefore, you're not serious. Is I'm what not they think. serious mm-hmm. anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I'm more into the the glitz and the glam and the being popular and being famous and mm-hmm. being on the red carpets and being on TV and mm-hmm. being on reality TV. But that's what's so interesting about us, Tavis. Yeah, we're why multi. Is it, yeah, why is it mutually exclusive? That's I don't what I'm understand trying, yeah. that. Um, we're we're like we're multi-layered, yeah, I individuals, think. and we're multi-talented. And I feel like we don't judge one or the other. We can do both. We can write right. both sides. My medical practice has not and compromised. My care hasn't compromised. Um, right. And I'm sure yours hasn't either with what you no, do. My license aren't compromised. Mm-hmm. You know, my intellectual property isn't compromised. Right. So why are they so concerned about it? I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what it's forced me to do, though, is be definitely a little bit more entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Which has been an interesting journey because, you know, this world of entrepreneurship is can be very difficult and the waters can be choppy and there are good days and there are bad days. But I have to say that everything, you know, has worked out so far. It's a hustle. It's definitely a hustle. It's a hustle. I think people don't understand that. It's a hustle. It's not a nine to five. It's, you know, there are no hours. Um, I take emails and I return emails at all hours of the day. I mean, I don't care if I have to return something at 11 o'clock at night. If, if it has to mm-hmm. be done, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, we are, I find, in my opinion, we are different in so many ways than people who sought out a career in media. That's right. Um I'm going to discuss what I think. I'd love to hear what you think okay. about that too, Let's because go. yeah. Now keep it raw and keep it un mm-hmm. keep it un. I'm going to because I'm just coming off an event last night where I fully was emerged in the chaos and the insanity and the stupidity of the people who are doing this because they want to be famous. You know. Got it. So. I think I know a lot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think you do too. <laughs> With all my reality friends. You kind of been, it's funny thing is you've been on more reality TV than I have. <laughs> <laughs> that I is turn scary. on the channel I'm like, there's Al. There's Al. Right, there's Al. <laughs> again and again. But where is the check? Hmm. Mm, you can't be a friend of. That's the problem. That's right. You got to right. be on the freaking banners. That's right. So. Talk, well, you were in Miami for a little bit, and that's really where you kind of started dipping your foot into reality. Is that right? Um, or no? Was it before that? Reality TV? TV, TV. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. But you know what? Before we go there, mm-hmm. I had to tell you a secret. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to tell you Okay, okay. I actually tried out for the show that you were on. Stop it. Single Shut life. up. Yes. That's crazy. Yes, I, had I had no to the, idea. I had to fill out the application. I asked all the questions. I did the interview. It was very interesting. It was intense, wasn't it? Yes. It was intense. Do you know that we didn't know it was going to be real time till a couple months before we were airing? I don't even think they knew. I don't even think they knew. I think know. they were trying to merge like social media mm-hmm. and the influence of engaging people, and they didn't really know how to do that coupled with the television platform. So what they did was, okay, they were like, let's marry the two, and let's make it real time, uh-huh. and let's run cameras around everybody based on what... Yeah the followers said i would have loved to have you on it would have been awesome it would have been like oh i think you know we didn't know who else was on until the day we doing our promo shots and all of a sudden we meet right. everybody and oh my god if i would have seen you there i'd have been like oh my god we would have passed out right <laughs> it would have been so funny we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into and what i was it like what was it like um it was extremely um we were in a bubble first of all mm-hmm. because you're filming one week 
and then you're doing pickups and you're doing the confessionals right and then it turns around and then you get the tape for the day that it's going to air and you have anxiety and you're biting you your fingernails how they produce you don't it. know so you're like no idea how i said that you. one thing at that one place and what if they pick that up and right. you don't know and then they watch it. We had live tweeting going on, and then we turned right around and did it again the next day. So right. in those for those four months, we were in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And it was cool, but it was also extremely isolating because you really had no one to talk to, mm-hmm. to deal. Anyone mm-hmm. you tried to talk to that didn't get the world we're in were like, well, you got yourself into this. Right. Like, they, mm. they all say you chose it. Yeah. Well, mm, in a way, we chose it, but we didn't choose it yeah. because we didn't choose to be produced the way that producers yeah. produced it. Mm-hmm. And they produce it in order to create drama and to get ratings. Absolutely. So we don't have any control over that. No. You know, the thing that people don't understand is you can be filmed over the course of a week 20 hours and five minutes get on that's correct and you have no idea what five minutes and i dare anyone out there to be able to keep calm and cool and collect for 20 hours in front of a camera it's not gonna happen especially when you're sleepy and you're hungry and you're picking a fight yeah trying to make you drink they want you to talk more but let me tell you what my problem was i don't know if you had this problem but i'm so ridiculous i would forget that my mic was on (laughs) oh my god Yes. Oh my, they caught me so many times with my mic Mm -hmm. on and like just talking and talking and I'm then I'm just like wow or you walk far away because like when when there's a scene they're filming people in the scene and maybe you walk to the bathroom or you walk mm-hmm. around where the freaking trailers are outside and you forget that it's on and you don't know if you can even be picked up right and yeah there was a lot of that yeah so Tavison tell me this because you know like I know that a lot of people who are not on TV are thirsty and want to be on TV. This like, is a great question. <laughs> they're like begging. Like they're yeah. when you go to these castings and for these different shows and everything, literally the line is around a block. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they narrow it down to what you see on television. Yeah. So I wonder if people really know what they're standing in line for. No, they don't. They have no idea. No, because I have to tell you, I'm a grown woman. I have been through a lot in terms of family, education, going through med school. I know how to handle myself. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking I am stressed to the limit and I'm about to snap. Snap. And I probably will snap. And that's uh, someone who has extreme um, grace under pressure. Right. How the hell do these people do it when they have big mouths, loud mouths, or they're in their teens and they right. haven't fully developed yet? Right. I do not know. Right, I have no idea. Or weak in any way. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I just feel like that. No the, impulse control. Right. The typical, the typical viewer who thinks it's easy, you got to understand that it's not that easy. Mm-mm. And it's so much easier on the other side looking in. Mm-hmm. But what reality TV stars go through mm-hmm. is actually something to be commended. Because you're being yourself, a version of yourself, mm-hmm. and um, it's worse than acting. Like, I remember when I was doing the singles project towards the end, I was like, okay, I am just going to now play a version of myself. Right. Because the That's person, the only way you can stay sane. That's the only way you could stay that's sane. Right. Especially because in the situation that we were had, they, they had, it was such an amazing production company. Everybody was working 24-7. We were all... But it was supposed to be a show about dating, and we couldn't find any damn daters because wow. you couldn't do corporate America. They were all saying no. 
That's right, because they couldn't be exposed. They like couldn't that. be exposed. That's right. I don't think we thought about that before we went into it. So mm-hmm. here I am, educated. Several of the other, everyone on the show was, edu- you know, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. well. We couldn't find daters, so they were literally had to resort to people who were models or in real estate because right. they had that ability to not have to answer to. Corporate. Well, they wanted the PR. Yes, they did. And a different type of PR. Yeah. They didn't care as long as there was visibility yeah. with like their company there or their face was shown. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think that that's all they have to do mm-hmm. is be on television and then this 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 truckload of money is going to back up in your driveway no. and just be dumped. Listeners, let me tell you. That doesn't happen. That is not the truth. You lose money. You (laughs) You lose lose money. money. Because no one's paying for any of your clothing, any of your accommodations, any of your travel, nothing. Um, And if if you're one of these people that are, I'm going to get a makeup artist and a hairstylist for every single shoot, you are going to be broke. You're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. And it's not like you get paid a lot. Um, And the part that I thought was crazy was just the amount of... The Twitter, the Twitterverse, in addition, mm-hmm. you've got all your cast members, and then you've mm-hmm. got the people on Twitter. Oh, my and God. They that, were that, like that another... Was, yeah. That was a whole nother... I could line everybody up on social media <laughs> who but, hides behind a handle. And it's, it and shows you the worst of humanity. The worst. The worst. Because they always there. have something to say, and it's never really positive. No, it's not. So you have to have a thick skin. If you were going to sit there and read all these bad things about you and get, get down about it, mm-hmm. go home. It's mm-hmm. not the place for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure people are listening to this, like, you know, what not feeling yeah, are they talking <laughs> not about? feeling any empathy for us. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Right. The people that get it, get it. Right. The people that get it. We'll get it. But what's the part of this that's it's cool is we weren't from this at all. We were right. from, and then being in it now, right. having our senses about us from our prior careers mm-hmm. makes this a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you something, mm-hmm. and I, I always like sharing this story when I have the opportunity to do it. If you are a preacher, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a, a teacher, if you are a Boy Scout leader or a Girl Scout leader or anyone of influence in your community where people look up to you, it's the same thing. Multiply that by 10 because my mother used to be a teacher mm-hmm. and she couldn't go out in public and behave a certain way because she was a role model yeah. in the community. Mm-hmm. So she had to behave a certain way when she was out in right, public. Right, I understand that. So it was almost like she was under a scrutiny as well. Mm-hmm. Take that scrutiny, everybody. If you're a teacher, a Girl Scout leader, if you're a preacher, if you're a preacher's son or daughter, you know that feeling yeah. of a preacher's wife? Do you know yeah. that feeling of being under the scrutiny of your uh, congregation, of your community, of your students, where you don't want to be seen in the grocery store buying cigarettes or walking out the liquor store if you're a teacher? It's the exact same thing multiplied by a thousand mm-hmm. as a person on television or as a celebrity. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. It can be deadly because there's a part of you that you are literally hiding Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be constantly judged. Yeah. It's isolating. It's very isolating. Yeah. I mean, I remember I couldn't, you know, I couldn't walk around without somebody stopping me. And, you know, usually when they stop you, they're very nice things to say unless you're like awful. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was interesting, but it was also weird for me because I didn't necessarily love it I appreciated it mm-hmm. but I didn't but there are plenty of people that love that recognition mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. of my other castmates one specifically was like oh did you get recognized I get recognized all the time and I'm like who cares it right. doesn't matter right. and it doesn't last and what, what I did since then was all me 
It wasn't anything to do with the TV station that I was on. It's been myself hustling and working to get there. And it's a hustle. Yeah. Because once you're off of television, mm -hmm. you're no longer significant. Mm -hmm. You're no longer important and you're no longer of value. Yeah. You know? So in order for you to keep it going, you have to be out there constantly seeking out opportunities to extend your brand, to continue to stay relevant, to yeah. continue to stay in the media, to continuously trying to mix it up and do something mm -hmm. that you can feed yourself. Because at the end of the day, this is all about your brand. Mm -hmm. This is about your enterprise. And you have, that's how you eat. Yeah. So people don't understand that. So for us, it's how we look. Um, it's the opportunities that we capitalize on, whether it's writing, whether it's radio, whether it's television, whether it's merchandising, mm -hmm. whether it's speaking, whether it's whatever it is, mm -hmm. selling the, bean pies <laughs> on the corner. <laughs> and the smart ones get that, you know. It's not about the social. The social media is important, but I see a lot of, especially the people who are like in the younger kind of like real world and road rules and like the mm -hmm. MTV kind of level shows, they are doing it for social media attention to yes. put up like a selfie and see how many followers yes. they get and be yes. like, be the amount of time that they spend talking to their followers, which is cool, but that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm right. appreciating them, you know, obviously engaging with them, but I'm trying to create my brand, my platform is education right now. It's like right. educating people. And when I decided I wanted to do this, I wanted to give a voice of, you come away feeling good. Right. I didn't want it to be nasty and stinging there's enough mm -hmm. of that out there and there mm -hmm. are people that are really good at it mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. that isn't me and i'm not trying to be that um but it's interesting for me especially in lieu of last night of the people that i have attracted since this has happened talk to me about that you know somebody said something to me last night it was so interesting they're like you are friends with people you know who are how did he say it? I have to remember. Basically, if people are friends with you because they are trying to get things from you. And you should be careful not to be friends with people just because you need something from them. And that was kind of, I, you know, it was interesting to hear that from a completely third source mm -hmm, who's also mm -hmm. in media because I thought I was doing a good job at that. Mm -hmm. But he didn't think I was doing a good enough job. Hmm. And then I thought, well, hell, everybody around me is like this. What am I supposed to do? That's true. You know? And especially if you were the one that made it to the television platform. Mm -hmm. So everybody that's trying to get to the television platform, once you made it to the television platform, they want you to tell them the secret. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or they want to they want to ride your coattail. They want to be in the same circles that you're in. They want to meet the same people that you meet. They want to take the pictures with the same people that you take pictures with because it's significant to them. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's kind of weird, right? It is. But I mean, OK, in your situation, you've had your friends with a lot of people that are well known in reality. Mm -hmm. Um you were, can I name some names? Like oh, I don't care. Go ne for it. NeNe Leakes. You got mm -hmm. NeNe and Greg. She's in town. She's in yeah, town today. Everybody come to BB King's tonight at 8 o'clock to see her <laughs> one woman show. Hey, NeNe, that's hey. a plug for you, babe. I, mean, I haven't met her yet. I will probably fan crush if I meet her. But like you had, uh, I, I, we were at a Jennifer dinner party. Uh, Jennifer uh, Williams. Um, uh, Cynthia Evelyn, Bailey. We were at Cynthia a dinner. Bailey. Evelyn Lozada, Evelyn who had Lozada, on the show. Claudia uh, Jordan. Jordan. Sherry Shepard I lived with. Um... Have you ever been accused of being that person that we're talking about? Like, have you, have people said to you, oh, that Al, he's, you know, because people have accused yeah, no, me no, no, and no. I'm like, for Absolutely. what? Absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. I think people, people accuse me of being an opportunist. And the deal is like, I've been friends with these people for over a decade. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can call me whatever. You are only seeing 
you know, the front side of it. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen the back side of it. You don't know that we've been on vacations together, that we go to dinner at least once or twice a week, mm-hmm. that we hang out, that we celebrate each other's birthdays together. We celebrate the birth of their children together. We celebrate them buying new homes. Yeah. You so know, you guys have been around forever for a long time. I've been time. in weddings. I mean, this isn't something that's just make believe. This is real life. Mm-hmm. What happens, though, is, you know, once you are in that circle, that circle becomes your friend. They become your friends. And they become your friends for a lot of different reasons. Obviously, there's a friendship, camaraderie, but also they mm-hmm. understand things yeah. that you go through. That's right. I remember the first time after the show was kind of airing, I took some of my friends out to an event, and it was like a media event, mm-hmm. and there was a red carpet there. You know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't understand it, and it made them so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and it made me uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it se- seemed so frivolous to them. Um, and right. for me, it was work. It was a work thing. And I realized in that moment, I don't think the two mix. So that's mm-hmm. why the circle, when it you're could, in it. It could definitely be very hard because they don't get it. Mm-hmm. See, they still think it's make-believe or it's pretend Mm -hmm. when this is the same way that a nurse goes in and she walks that floor and she administers medicine and Mm -hmm. she heals people, Mm -hmm. she heals the sick, and she tends to them. When we go to an event, we have to walk the red carpet. We have to be friendly to everyone. We have to tell everyone they look great and that they're amazing and tell them a great story so that they would want to continue to talk to us. It's our job. Yeah. That's what we do as entertainers. That's why we're called entertainers, because Mm -hmm. we entertain. Mm -hmm. So... You know, the tough part is when you marry entertainment with a brain called mm-hmm. intelligence. Yeah. Then this stuff starts crisscrossing and <laughs> the lines start to get blurry because you're like, sometimes you really have to dumb yourself completely down mm-hmm. in order to fit in. Yeah. And then also you have to dumb yourself down to get another job. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So, um, and that's usually because the people that you're working with or the people that are producing you don't have the same number of degrees that you have, don't have the ability to do what you do. They mm-hmm. just aren't that smart. Mm-hmm. But what they are great at doing is producing entertainment. Mm-hmm. And entertainment in this, you know, what we've chose to do is called reality television. Yeah. It's it's interesting that it's called reality TV because I never felt more real than I was doing my show because everything I was doing, it's just nice to have the ability to tell your own story right. unedited and unfiltered because, yes, it's reality TV, but it's just such a funny thing because the situations are real, but the, the way it's pieced together, you don't always see the whole That's story. Right. That's you right. don't have time. There's not enough time. You know, it's when you're twin- filming all that time, how are you going to put it down mm-hmm. to an hour's worth of a show? to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul this is glam mirror with dr taba samir when you are um talking about reality tv and having been on singles project do you think you want to do more reality tv maybe you are i just don't know I don't know. I don't think that reality TV is for me mm-hmm. more than a cameo. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, I I just don't think that I I didn't like the feeling of the made up storylines, mm-hmm. um, the made up themes. Um, if I would I would love to do something more like a documentary. Yeah. You know, that's following me around and like showing my true life Mm -hmm. and what the true efforts that I'm doing and trying to make a difference in my community. Um, 
but I don't think reality TV is for me. It's too made up now. Mm-hmm. And on reality TV, no one's happy unless you are either being <laughs> beat up, uh, yeah. abused, cursed at, um, deflamed. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. the only thing that's getting a. You have any skeletons in your closet at all? They're all going to come out. They're all going to come out. And then they're going to make them. They're going to make them more than they are. Yeah, because. You know, a, a simple skeleton is not good enough. They want to yeah. add some stuff to it. Absolutely. Um, right now, How you're about you? me. Would I do it? You know, I um, I would if I were doing it in a capacity that wasn't involving my personal life so much. Like if mm. it was uh, something to do with maybe a cameo, which I I could see myself doing again mm. on another show. Mm-hmm. You know, that's definitely not a big deal because I'm not part of the center of the storyline. You know what I could do? What? Oh, sorry. I would love to do like a travel show, be a mm. part of a cast and be do a travel show. That would be cool. Where we're doing fun, adventurous stuff. We're trying different food. We're traveling to different countries. We're Andrew trying to Bourdain. figure out different Anthony languages. Anthony Bourdain has it good, doesn't he? We're trying to, yeah, like that type of stuff. That yeah. type of reality TV would be great mm-hmm. for me. Like, I mean, you can show your personality. You can show your struggles. You can yeah. show all sides of it. And it doesn't have anything to do with exploitation. No. Because when you're on an ensemble show, it's all about be- becoming a dilemma between all of them, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the part that's like you know I would rather do something that's not to do with my personal life maybe I'm host you know hosting or commentating on something that's not about my personal life and I definitely am never doing dating again mm. that's never gonna happen so what about these people that are out here and they they are listening to us and they're saying you're crazy if I had that opportunity to be on TV I would work that I would turn it into XYZ what do you think about those listeners that that have that mindset because I know a lot of people that think like that mm-hmm. like they're like no but you don't understand if I was in that situation I would have done this and I would have walked away with this and I would have promoted this and I would have made that you know a lot of people seriously a lot of people see television as their ticket yeah to making it mm-hmm. they sure do so what do you what do you say to people that First really of all, feel like that because on when I look at Instagram mm-hmm. this Instagram thing has stressed me out to the 10th <laughs> degree when I look at this Instagram can there, is there anybody normal? Mm-hmm. Everybody on Instagram looks like a million dollars. <laughs> They're doing a million things. I've been in entertainment now going on, you know, 12, 14 years. Mm-hmm. And the followers that they have, I don't have anything close to it. I know. And I'm like, okay, how did this happen? Right. Like, how do you have 125,000 followers and you're in Alabama? I don't know. I, it's, it's it's a lot of the girls that I see. Not to change the subject, the ones that throw show like the bikini thought Instagram thoughts. Yes. They have it because of what they're showing. But back to your question about what I think, a lot of people will look at what you're doing and say, "Oh, they're armchair quarterbacks." Like, yes. "Oh, I would have done it like this. I would have done yes. it like that." You know what? It's great to think that that's what you're going to do. Like, even if I'm going into my next season of whatever, I'm going to think to myself, "Well, I'm going to handle it this way." The fact is, you aren't the one making the decision at the end of the day. Right. You are not. You need to release all control and realize all you have to control is the reaction that you give. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing else is in your control. Mm-hmm. Because once you think you might have got it covered, something else is going to be another curveball. Mm-hmm. If you do have something to pitch or, or a, a, a business to pitch, then you're definitely several steps ahead of a lot of people who jump That's on. That's true. Because at least you got something to promote. There's there's no reason to get on a show um, unless you've got nothing to lose and you want to just go out there and just act like the most ratchet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's different. But if you are trying to create a brand, um, just realize that not a lot of it's in your control. It's really not. Not a lot of it. It's not. Um, okay. 
serious. You're on serious right now. Yes. Serious radio. Talk to me about that because I think that's just so cool. You tape every single day, your radio show every, every single day. day. Every day. Um, I started out at Sirius XM on the specialty talk platform, which was a serious talk platform um, that talked about uh, money, power, and respect, which was very interesting because uh, radio is empowering to me. Finding yeah. a voice is empowering to me. Being able to talk intellectually is empowering to me about a vast number of topics, whether it's lifestyle, whether it's finance, whether it's politics, whether it's education, whether it's government. I find that interesting. And you don't have to worry about what you look like. Right. <laughs> well, the thing is, we're both still sitting here looking fly. So that doesn't matter to us. <laughs> so I, I know people say that you could show up in your pajamas, and your hair pulled back. That will never happen. Right, OK. Right. I went to med school and I went through my residency and I still made sure I looked OK. It's and not going to stop I, now. I think I remember meeting you and you had on heels in a dress. Or yeah. Something, yeah. And you no. were like coming from class. Yeah. So <laughs> it was it was never going to. People have tried and the best have tried. It will never happen. But I, I like it because you were really relies on your intellect, your wittiness, your brain, mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. brain. Mm -hmm. And it tells you who you are. Like mm -hmm. if I sat here and started criticizing and people like to do that. They like to use it as a place to vent and be right. mean. That's yes. fine. That's not who I am. Right. I I enjoy talking to people who actually want to be real, let their guards down and just tell me how they really feel. Right. Um, and find that when I do bring sometimes I bring celebrities on, mm -hmm. they have a hard time doing that hmm. because they're used to sound bites. They are. And so, yeah, a lot of celebrities will have a hard time on radio because, A, it's real time, mm -hmm. and it's not about what you look. You've got to influence people with what you say. Mm -hmm. So it's not about, like, you know, putting on great makeup or great hair or having a nice body or whatever. It's about what's coming out of your mouth, yeah. which is coming from your brain. Yeah. So exactly. if there's not a lot between the two of those, <laughs> you're no. going to wrestle with this platform yeah, right here. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, instead of criticizing um, all of the people that, not criticizing, but let's give some tips for real to people okay. who think that this is what they want to do. Okay, so let's, let's give do some it. tips. Some, what do we want to give? Television tips? Or I'm going to say media. media. I'm going to say media, okay. yeah. Well, maybe we should do TV because radio is different. You got to be smart to be. You got to be smart to be on the radio. You have to have You have to have that timing. You've yeah. got to be quick wit. You've got to be well read. You've yeah. got to be able to talk on multiple things yeah. because there are multiple people coming through, uh, multiple personalities. And you've got to be able to engage and you've got to be able to dialogue and you've got to be able to turn all of that into entertainment for a listener. And stamina, because you're doing it every day. You got to bring every it day. every day. Every day. So that's the thing about radio. It's every, every day. day you got to bring it. TV, my first tip is just have yourself together. You know, if you are struggling with a bad relationship, if you're in mm. a bad place in your life, if you're not mentally fully developed, mm -hmm. take a step back and get yourself together before you jump on. Because mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. worst of you will be even more magnified than you can imagine. Right. right. So like what I would like to say is like um, if you have any insecurity and let's just do a physical insecurity just for the sake of the conversation. Because that makes so say that you um, have a mold or two on your face that you have always hated since you were 12 years old. <laughs> when yeah. I tell you by the time you finish doing television, people are going to make you feel like that mold is a mountain. Yeah. And they're going to make you feel, they're going to bring back all those years starting at the age of 12 where you hated it. They're going to make you hate it even more 
because they're going to amplify it. I, so I agree. That's just a small example. Yeah. And they're going to make you basically do what you, we've seen entertainers do all of their professional career, and that is change it. Yeah. They do it with plastic surgery. They do it with makeup. They do it with hair. Hello. That's exactly why somebody like Kylie Jenner, mm -hmm. who is in the limelight since she came out the womb, basically, mm -hmm. in, with a, a sisters that look the way they look, had to transform herself. Part of me can't really blame her for that mm -hmm. because she mm -hmm. was under the microscope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine how a regular person feels coming up from nowhere, you know? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's so tough because a lot of people say well you chose it mm -hmm. you chose to put yourself out there like that and just there's a there's a difference between choosing to put yourself out there like that yeah. and like not knowing what the other side of putting yourself out there is going to look like yeah so be ready for that definitely be ready for that because that's like that's i would say get yourself together i said the same thing but emotionally and you were right. like you know whatever your insecurity is whatever the insecurity yeah. is like if you don't like the way you're <laughs> if yeah. you don't like if you're pigeon-toed and yeah. you hate it if, if you you're don't not like knitted, the way your teeth your on your left leg, side if looks, you don't yeah. like the way your yeah. teeth look mm -hmm. if you don't like that your eyes are squinty or that they're not big enough this will bring it all to the front porch, mm -hmm. just like UPS package. It's going to come straight <laughs> to you in the next straight day. Straight to you. And then I would suggest if you do actually end up on, don't jump through every hoop that they tell you. I don't know if that happened to you, but for us, oh, it was definitely. like we were put under so much pressure to always do whatever they wanted because uh -huh, uh -huh. our fear and our motivation was, well, if I don't do what they say, that's right. I won't get on. Um, right. I won't be featured. Your storyline won't, won't so, make it. So and you get paid by how many times you yeah, appear. Yeah, you do. And so, yeah, they don't make you do anything at all. Nobody's made me do anything. But you are definitely suggested that, hey, you know what? If this happens, you might get more airtime. If mm -hmm. you kiss that boy this week, mm -hmm. you know, so-and-so kissed somebody last week. And maybe if you kiss someone this week, we could feed, you know. So it's That's sort right. of like putting your ear. That's right. And you're in this bubble. Right. And, um, and plus, you're under the gun. Mm -hmm. And right when you're under the gun and under pressure, they pull you to the side and they say, you know, we really need this from you. Yeah. Like, this really would help the show out. This is like a game changer. You're going to be talked about. They're gonna, you're going to be trending. They, yep. they throw all this bull crap in your ear and you're under pressure. You want to do a good job. You want to get paid. Yeah. You want to be, you do something significant because in the back of your head, you're like, I got to flip this. I got to mm -hmm. turn this into money for me. Mm -hmm. I got to enterprise this opportunity. So should I do it? Should I not you're do it? You're just all this pressure, you it's know? a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. I once had a producer who, um, and this is another thing, be careful who you trust. Because mm -hmm. I had a producer who I was very close with. She was, you know, somebody who was working with me. And one day she called me up on the phone. I had a really tough day. And I was telling her all of the things that, you know, were going through my mind. And she was asking me so many questions. And I remember thinking, this is a great place for me to vent and just talk to someone. And maybe she can help me. Nope. And I realized what was happening. She wasn't actually helping me. She was just going, uh-huh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, how did that make you feel? All of a sudden, I realized she's asking me an awful lot of questions and not really giving me any she's answers. She's set you up. Guess what happened? What? Within 10 minutes of me hanging up the phone, I get an email from her, and it had an entire, the longest email I've ever seen, basically a transcription of everything we talked about. She had meant to send it to somebody else and accidentally sent it to me. And I saw that, and I was like, holy shit. That's crazy. They just take everything I say, write it down, and they're sending it to the powers that be to, to message to me. To figure them. out so, how to yeah, create a scene. Yeah. That's true. So anyway, I, would, I want you back on because I want to talk about more 
about the real stuff. Yeah, about okay. the real stuff. Okay, so we're gonna do on. this soon. But how mm -hmm. can everybody find you? Because I would, you know, love for them to learn more about your book. We even got sure. into that. So learn about my book. I think the thing that I want people to know the most about me is mm -hmm. that you know I have a ton of degrees. I used to be a college professor. I used to be a Wall Street banker. You smart. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've done some pretty incredible professional stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm just not this freeloading gay dude that married Star Jones. That is right? not who I am. No. So um, you and can find me. Now, my uh, Twitter mm -hmm. was hacked. Um, my Facebook was hacked as well. When? I mean, this all happened during oh. the divorce and afterwards. We didn't even talk about I knew you way before that. Right. You're the same guy. I just need to say this. <laughs> the same nut. The same <laughs> nutty freak show loving Al Reynolds that you were when I met you on day. I just need to put that out there because I right. knew you before that whole chaos of the divorce and the marriage. He is the same guy. Same guy. Same guy. And I, I, you know, when I was talking to him this year, we were talking and we were laughing. We were joking. I'm Al. You haven't changed a bit. Not so I just need to put that out there. He is right. the same guy. This right. is exactly what you get. And so I need to say that. Right. Because, and then there's this whole intelligent, smart side to you. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm incredibly stupid and I am incredibly smart. I'm yeah. both. Yeah. I'm a Gemini. Mm -hmm. So I can take you from the left to the right. I can take you in, warm in five to cold <laughs> in five minutes and everything in between. But, you know, that's what it is. So you can find me on right now, Instagram. Mm -hmm is a, a very comfortable platform for me mm -hmm. and my handle on instagram is the t-h-e period real r-e-a-l period l-a-l period reynolds so from what i understand from social media people that's the best way for people not to be able to hack you yeah and the same way for those listening they say to do the same thing for your email mm -hmm. to you know if you're going to do something put a number in it mm -hmm. so you don't get spammed mm -hmm. so oh, this good was just know. like a little technique that um that. yeah that i was told to use after experiencing being hacked and all that great stuff so the real al reynolds um, you're going to probably see a lot of my work stuff on yeah. there. You're going to see a mixture of stuff, but a lot of it is going to be my kind of work stuff, like uh, some segments that I produce, things that I talk about. I try to keep everything work related on there yeah. with a splash of fun. Yeah. You can also catch me on Snapchat. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I love your Snapchats. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this guy's Snapchats. All right. He starts every Snapchat with, hey, Snapchat. And then he's holding, there was a whole whole like time period where you were holding a selfie stick, walking down right. midtown Manhattan, walking That's into right. your elevator, talking to a selfie stick, because you didn't right. give an F what anybody else around attention. you. You were like, I look good. I'm on Snapchat. This is my <laughs> platform. Get out of the way of me, my selfie stick. Thank you very much. How about Bye. when I was exposing my nosy coworkers? <laughs> and you remember the woman, the woman on the train who was peeking over my yeah, shoulder? Yeah. And I was like, Get out of my business. I know. <laughs> but you just are. And I love it. I remember thinking, if he can do that, I can do that. So right. you got, I learned something from you. So I had a lot of fun. Snapchat is fun. You might, your Snapchat is my favorite because it's just so like, hi, Snapchat. I'm at the gym. Look how good I look. I'm like, oh, I got to get to the gym. <laughs> Al, we got to have you back on. And I got to, where can everybody hear you on Sirius? Okay. So Sirius XM now, you can catch me um, 6 a.m. to 12 noon on Hip Hop Nation Channel 44 with Renata Romaine. That's amazing. 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. So 12 a.m. Don't ask. That's a that's prime time. I haven't had to get up that early. <laughs> I was gonna say, I said, aren't you usually going to bed around <laughs> four? <laughs> okay, Al. It's very true. Lots of coffee. So a lot of changes. A lot it's of changes. So awesome right? to have you here. We're gonna have you back on real soon. Thank you so much.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.